0: It's the Danger Hour, and uh, this is your fancy-pants host, James. James Danger, to be exact. (laughs) long time no here. Huh? What do you say?
1: How come you haven't done a show in so long, James? Are you losing your edge?
0: No. A stupid family, that's why.
1: Oh my god, James, you still haven't left them yet?
0: No, not yet. It's coming soon. Sooner or later, I'll have the balls to finally just walk out the door. And not look back. And leave my wife and two kids behind. Then I'll have all the free time to record all the podcasts that I desire. And all the goofy songs that are in my head. I can finally record those. I can draw pictures of Batman. I can do whatever I want. Oh man, it sounds like a dream. But of course I will still monitor them from a distance. Making sure that she does not get a new guy in her life. Because... (laughs) Only I can have her and no one else can. You understand that? It's not selfish. It's more like she's my property and uh, I've already urinated on her and, and she's mine. Even if I walk away, no one else can have her. And basically, we all know that no one can compare to me. I mean, in the words of my great father, in regards to a young lady from his past, I ruined her. She's never been the same. (laughs) Meaning, she never got over him. Still to this day, never got over him. That's what I'm going to do to this one. So whenever I walk away, she'll be ruined for life. That's my plan anyway. (laughs) Every great man out there, your goal is to ruin one woman at least. And I'm not talking like, oh, you know, yeah, it's happened plenty of times, bro. I mean, devastated a woman where they'll never get over you, ever. That's your plan. Ruin one woman, a good woman, not one of them slutty ones, ruin one good one, and you can die with pride. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How's it going? Uh, this is the danger hour, if you didn't notice. And uh, something exciting has happened in my life lately.
1: Oh, my God, James. You too?
0: No, no. I'm not even going to ask you what you're talking about. it doesn't matter. I'm just going to ignore it. I'm not going to take the bait back to me
1: fantasy football oh my god james you're in my fantasy
0: no football
1: what's what's the fuck i do with fantasies james
0: yeah listen dude fantasy football if you don't know is a league that you create of your own choosing you have your own team you name it and you pick any player you want within the whole league. Well, it's a, there's a draft. You can't just pick anyone because they might get picked before from somebody else that's in your same league. Am I confusing you? Basically, the fantasy part is you get to put together your dream team of football players, but not really because you got to wait for the draft and you got to get whatever you can get. So, uh, put an asterisk next to that dream team. So, so basically, try to get the best quarterback you can, get the best wide receivers you can. <coughs> Best running backs. Blah, 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 blah. And that's your team. My team this year, in my own league, the League of Shadows, is called the Dirty Bat-Holes. That's right. The Dirty Bat-Holes.
1: James, did you mean Dirty Buttholes?
0: It's a play on that. Yes. Yeah, so why do you got to explain it and ruin the whole thing? Everybody knew what I meant. God damn. We got 12 people. Lido. Lido. Is involved. Peterson,
1: son, son,
0: is in there. Monkey, <gasps> um, and uh, the red cunt. He's in there, and a whole and, and the rest. Forrest. badass. Uh, forest Gaddis, uh, useless, useless, um, and other people. I, I forget. I'm sorry if I forgot about you. Oh, Josh, gas boy, and the rest. Oh, and Dominic. Who? <gasps> That's right, and other people. I, I you know, there's just. There's so much going on in my life. I can't keep track of everybody in my own league, okay? It's just, it's too hard. But uh, sad news, everybody. This is the second week and I've already lost. So I'm one in one. So basically, I'm just breaking even. Just like my whole life, I break even. I shouldn't feel too happy or too sad. I should just feel nothing, really. That's usually how I feel, nothingness. (laughs) Anyway, I'll keep you posted. I know it's very exciting. Keeping you posted about my fantasy life.
1: Oh, my God, James. Do you want to hear about my fantasy life?
0: No. Okay, fine. Who'd you draft for quarterback?
1: James. The only player that I get is a fullback.
0: All right. Let's just move on. Uh, Speaking of football, high school football, everybody. There's a story in the news about these dirty bad boys.
1: Oh, my God, James. Go on.
0: Not that kind. These are uh, more like delinquents. So, there's this uh, video on the YouTubes. You can look it up. It's of these high school players and they just totally fucking blindside. Uh, Is blindside imply it comes from the side? (laughs) They just, they hit him from behind. Uh, One kid just fucking knocks the shit out of him from behind so his head whips back and he hits the ground and is super violent looking. And, uh, after he gets hit to the floor, another player comes and just dives into him. What do they call that shit? I forget what they call it. There's some there's some term for that, but he just like dives as is spe- it spear? That's probably what it is. <laughs> he spears right into him. So the guy gets a double dose of a young high school stud muffin.
1: Oh my god, James, go on.
0: No. No, that's it. So it was a big deal like, "Oh my god, the referee" You know, get stunned by two players. It's horrendous. Then it turns out, uh uh-oh, the guy made some racial slurs. That's right, he dropped a few N-bombs and whatnot. And uh, maybe he got what's coming to him, everybody. And then it came out again. Oh, but it doesn't matter. If you said anything, you should not act in violence. And hopefully, these kids got charged with a felony. Whatever it is. They were kicked out of the league. Or, you know, high school. Kicked off the team for the season. And uh, we'll probably be facing charges for uh, assault. A battery. One of those things. But breaking developments, everybody. It turns out the players were only acting on the coach's orders. That's right. The black coach. Why does it
1: got to be a black coach, James? Why can't you just say the coach?
0: Because it's important in the story. But why, James? Because the coach, well, it's not really important. <laughs> Apparently, the guy made some bad calls, and the coach was like, hey, man, fucking take that motherfucker out.
1: Is that how he sounds, James?
0: I don't know how he sounds. I saw a photo of him. He was a black guy, so I'm assuming that's how most black guys sound. Obviously. And uh, apparently, they want to throw in the oh, it's because he said, because uh, yeah, he said some, uh, some N words towards us, me and my kind. So, no, we don't put up with that shit. You know, had to take that motherfucker out. It's the way it go. You know what I'm saying? That's probably more or less what happened. But uh, the white referee is probably completely innocent. And uh, this is just a damn shame that these, that these black people and these Mexicans, I think the players were Mexican. It's just a shame that these people of color have to result in, in violence to get their point across. Further making them, even if they're innocent, further portraying them as the villain. So, uh, white referee, you know, you win this round. And you uh, black coach and, and Hispanic players, you know, can't you see? Can't you see? What you really do is you attack them where it hurts, in their wallets. And you sue him. That's right. Every, everything's about suing these days. I'm talking out my ass, all right. For all of you that think I'm a white guy. I'm only half. I'm only half full of hate. So uh, get off my back. Um, free the high school players. That's all I'm saying. Free them. Who's going to fight for the Hispanic high school players? Anybody? What about the black coach? Is anyone going to stand up for him? Where's Jesse Jackson when you need him? Anyway, moving on. Speaking of high school football, all of these perfect segues. God damn, I couldn't have planned it better myself.
1: James, I'm sure you did plan it.
0: Maybe, but good luck proving that.
1: James, I'm looking at your, your outline you have written down on your, on your computer screen.
0: Uh, all right. Way to pull back the curtain on The Wizard of Oz, you asshole. Okay, uh, I was at a recent high school football game. That's right, everybody. Me and my gas boy, we joined forces. And went to our old high school to watch a rival high school football game. Not unlike Friday Night Lights. So uh, it's been about, I did the math, I think about 14 years since I was in high school. Jesus Christ. If that concept alone doesn't make you feel old, let me tell you how I also made myself feel old. So we get to the game. And if you're wondering, I guess it's safe to say after all this time, I went to a, uh, it's a Wilson Los Altos game. That's all I'm going to say. They are rivals and uh, Los Altos always kicks Wilson's ass for the most part. So it's a big deal. And we've been talking about going to a game for years now. And finally, it just all lined up where I was available. They were playing. It was a, a good location to go to. Blah 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 blah. So I tell Gas Boy, "Let's go to the game." He says, "Yes, I'm in for sure." We go. Now I wanted to get there early, right? See the whole game kick off, the whole deal. We get there at 7:10. The game starts at 7 o'clock. We're walking up to the ticket lady or girl. They're all young kids, and uh, it's very quiet. And I'm thinking, "All right, cool. The game hasn't started yet. Because if the game had started, you'd hear a lot of cheering, right?" So uh, we get our little tickets, $6 a pop. We walk, uh, we go. actually go take a piss. We have so much time. There's no, there's no fucking noise in the crowd. Nothing. So we casually walk into the bleachers from below. There's like this uh, entrance from the beneath. And we walk up and what do we see? We see all the players on the field and an ambulance and a fire truck driving in onto the field. <laughs> the reason it was so quiet is because in the first fucking play of the game, there's still there's only like 12 seconds left the, the board, the scoreboard. The Wilson starting quarterback gets fucking crippled or something. He's on the ground. He's not moving. And they come and they fucking pull his ass off the field and put him on a stretcher and they and they wheel him off in the ambulance and they drive him away. <laughs> Unreal, right? So right away I'm like, with uh, sound like a complete asshole with no like no empathy or remorse. like this game's over. <laughs> I guess he was okay. He gave the thumbs up as they took him away. You know the whole the whole deal, but uh. Anyway, so the game starts going, and we're in the second row from the front. Surprisingly, those seats were available, and I can see why in a few minutes, but we just, we weren't looking around, it was so fucking packed, you know, we walked up that little entrance from the, uh, the, the bleacher from beneath, and that's the first thing we saw, and we're not going to be walking around like assholes, so I'm like, let's just sit right here. Second row from the front. Now, here's why it's a bad idea in high school, because all these fuckheads Walk right in front of you, and they stand on the rail, and they like just bull. They're not really paying attention to the game. They're just bullshitting, you know, trying to look cool. And uh, there was like a group of guys and, and girls, and I'm like, these fucking people are not leaving, and they're right in front of our view. They're blocking us completely, and there's a row in front of us of uh, young kids. They're not saying shit. So uh, guess what? Old man Danger had to make an appearance. I got fed up. I'm not in the business to have my view blocked by young whippersnappers. You got damn it. Back in my day, you know, these kids, they
2: had some, uh, they had some respect. They didn't block anybody's view. You know, they, uh, they, they stayed out of the way. That time's gone.
0: Different time. God damn it. I, I pray for the next generation. I apologize. No. Nah. So basically, I had to go down in front. And that worked. To my surprise, they got out of the way. One of the group was, uh, had the, the wherewithal to hear me put two and two together, come out of his own little fucking selfish world. Like, oh, hey, I think we're blocking other people. There are, there are other people here, it turns out. So he taps the, some of the guys in the shoulder and they scoot off to the side, out of our way. And look at and he's like, all right, good job. But, not five minutes later, the fucking crowd happens to move and shift and there's more people that join them and they're right in front of us yet again. It's like, God damn it. Here we go again. So once again, down
1: in
2: front
0: and it works once again, they leave and uh, Gasper looks at me like, fuck man, this is going to be like a whole night thing. And I go, do I sound like an old fuck? And he goes, well, yeah. I was like, that's pretty cool. ha <laughs> ha. But I noticed that uh, when I screamed the second time, the kids in the front row, in front of me, kind of like looked back, like, oh man, crazy old fuck. So, yes, it happens again. These young fucks, totally like not paying attention to who's around them. They just, uh, you know, more little fucking kids show up. Hey, what's up, bro? How's it going? They shake their hands, they bump their fists, they're bullshitting, laughing. And they happen to start getting right in front of us again. At this point, ladies and gentlemen, I had it, okay? There had to be some uh, some law and order. So I just go, hey, fellas, do you mind just moving over to the side a bit? <laughs> and they all leave. And a little bit later, I think maybe a security guard heard me, some old fuck. So once these other kids start moving towards the same direction, some different group of kids, security guard comes around, All
2: right, you guys can't be blocking the views here. You got to move along to the side over here, all right? Let's move
0: it along. It's like, fuck yeah. He looks at me, and I kind of wink at him. (laughs) Old men unite. God, I feel like an old fuck. Basically, we left because the game, at halftime, because the game was like 28 to 0 or some shit. Wilson was getting slaughtered. There was nothing more to see. So we did what any 31, 32-year-olds would do. We went directly to a bar to drink beer and have appetizers. Oh, man. I'm feeling fucking old. Not even just mentality. I'm, f- my, I'm feeling it in my body.
1: Oh, my God, James. you're Getting dysfunctions. Erectile
0: dysfunctions. No. That works just fine. Believe me. I don't have any problem getting it up and keeping it up.
1: Oh, my God, James. Tell me more.
0: No. Whoa. Fucking weirdo. Anyway, let's move into a little something I like to call Stallone Stands Alone. And now it's time for... Stallone...
2: Stands... Alone. Sylvester Stallone is a fine American actor. Some would even argue the greatest actor to ever grace the screen. One might wonder, if Sylvester Stallone was cast in a movie, as opposed to the actor that was actually in the movie, would it have been better? Today, we find out the answer to that very question. Would we place Sylvester Stallone in Back to the Future, playing Christopher Lloyd's character of Doc Emmett Brown? And here it goes.
0: So does it run on regular unleaded gasoline? Like, unfortunately, no. It took something with a little more kick. Plutonium.
2: Plutonium? Wait, are you telling me that this sucker is nuclear?
0: Hey, Yo, like, no, no, this sucker is electrical, but it requires a nuclear reaction to generate the 1.21 gigawatts of electricity I need, you know?
2: Doc, you don't just walk into a store and buy plutonium. Did you rip that off?
0: Shit, sure, like, of course, from a group of Libyan nationalists. They wanted me to build them a bomb. So I took the plutonium and in turn gave them a shiny bomb casing filled with pinball machine parts. You know?
2: I for one think it's abundantly clear that Stallone brought a much deeper depth and complexity to the character of Dr. Emmett Brown. But alas, it was not meant to be. Thank you for joining us. This has been another edition of Stallone stands alone.
0: This is heavy. All right, let's move on, everybody. Speaking of Stallone, my cousin Chubi, I was uh, watching football with Monkey and Chuby, uh two weekends ago. And she mentioned, you have to go to this place called Rambo's Tacos. It's pretty good food. And they got pictures of Rambo on the outside. <laughs> so she shows me these photos on the interwebs. On the, uh, on the Yelps, I believe. And uh, I was like, all right, I'm in. They've got these. <laughs> Somebody painted Rambo. I mean, they're horrible in resemblance. Speaking of Salome, by the way. They're horrible in resemblance. And some of them <laughs> they look like Jesus. <laughs> I think I even posted a photo already on, uh, on the Instagrams. How do people find that photo, James? Oh, thanks for asking at the danger hour on the Instagrams. And hey, while you're at it, why don't you check out at Batagrams. That's right. It's my Batman (laughs) Instagram account. Yes, it is geeky. And yes, it is awesome as it sounds. Hey, and while you're also there, you might as well make it the trifecta and look at, uh, at Sticks and Stones podcast. That's right. That's the podcast I'm doing with Lido and, uh, Peter Son.
1: Son? Son?
0: That's right. We're about 16 episodes in, everybody. Exciting times. Sweet 16. By right, the last two, 15 and 16, I was really cunty. Woo! Such a cunty mood. <laughs> You don't believe me? Well, you might as well listen. Sticks and com and on the iTunes. Anyway, back to Rambo. They drew first blood. Okay, let me tell you something. We get here, it's a shithole. Alright? It's a really it's a hole in the wall on the corner. They do have pretty fucking awesome window paintings though of Rambo. Shirtless with a machine gun. Holding a taco. How can you beat that? <laughs> and then you walk inside and there's, a, there's a, a painting above where the menu is. I think there's like three different variations, but they all look different. Most of them look like Jesus, though. i got to be honest. Jesus Rambo. Anyway, so uh, I ordered the food. And the guy that works here at Rambo's Tacos, don't know if he's in character, but he's kind of a dick. And by kind of, I mean he's a dick. Like no personality. He's got no business behind the register. You know, he's not a people person. But maybe, just maybe, because I don't speak of the Spanish, maybe, you know, you know those guys. If you're not, uh, if you're like a white person or whatever else besides Mexican, it's, it's uh, understood. But I'm half Mexican half German and other bunch of other shit and Native American and blah, 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 Spanish. Blah, 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 mutt. You were thinking it. I said it. So if you look remotely Hispanic and they start speaking to you in Spanish and you can't speak back, automatically, they don't fucking like you. It's not my fault, okay, dickhead. I'm a victim. All right, truth be known. My grandparents are from... Well, my grandfather's from Mexico. Mexico. My grandmother is from Irwindale. <laughs> but her, uh, her father was from Mexico. So, when they had my father and my aunts and uncles, they didn't teach any of them any Spanish. I think for two reasons. One, so they become more Americanized. You know, make them fit in better. And two... I think so they don't understand what they're saying. So they can talk to each other. And the kids won't know. Which is horse shit. Because I got, I'm dicked out now. What an asshole I look like. Having to say, oh, no habla espanol. Oh, no? No? Oh. (laughs) Anyway, so this guy was a dickhead. Now that I think about it. Is it cool because he works at Rambo's Tacos? Is he allowed to be a dickhead? Hmm. I got to think about that one. Nah, he was a dick. Fuck him. So we sit down. We have to order the food. And my wife goes, eh. There's a dead roach on the floor. I'm like, ah, oh, you fucking kidding me? No, it's down there. I was like, okay, I guess we're not coming back here again. And then under the refrigerators behind the counter area, you can see like all the dust and shit underneath in the bottom. Just a dirty fucking place. Thanks, (laughs) Chubby. But the food was pretty fucking tasty. I got to admit. My wife is a big carnitas fan. So everywhere we go, she gets carnitas to try to find the best carnitas that she can find. Now, so far... In Las Vegas, in this one restaurant, they served it the best. Woo! Was it delicious? So complex. And, uh, and, and there were just so many flavors and just layers to the taste. It was like every bite unlocked a new flavor.
2: Simply incredible.
0: Granitas. So, my go to talk all the shit you want. You're going to say, that's fucking lame. You know? That's fucking... uh, What's the word? Uh, that's pretty commercial, man. You don't know any cool spots? <laughs> Tacos, Mexico. I'm telling you, for my money, that's a pretty goddamn fucking good carnitas burrito.
1: <clears throat>
0: Especially. Like, let's say you don't finish it all and you put it in the fridge and the next day you eat it, it tastes even better because... Canitas marinated over that period of time. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) So fucking good. See, the problem with a lot of these places, with their burritos, is their rice is bland and tastes like nothing, right? Or their beans are blah. I'm telling you, though. Quote me. Danger approved. Tacos, Mexico. Burrito. Pretty fucking good. Try it out. Because believe me, I tried a lot of different burritos. And uh, maybe the, the one that comes close is this place called uh, Viva Via. Woo! It's pretty good. But even though last time I went, and even King Taco I think does all right. But, uh, you know, you can't beat the tacos Spectacle with their salsa. Ah, oh, Their red salsa is pretty fucking spicy. It's got a good taste to it. And this has been your burrito recommendation for the week. Get on it. Let me know what you think. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me you've got a better place. I'll try it. How did I get in touch with the James? Uh, I thought you'd never ask. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. I'm telling you. Send me your recommendations. I'll eat them. Send me your recipes. I'll make them. Send me your movie recommendations. I'll watch them. Send me some songs you think I might like. I'll listen to them. Send me nude photos of your mother. I will look at them. And most likely... Masturbate at least twice if they're decent. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. All right. (laughs) Don't go to Rambo's Tacos. There's nothing good about that place except the cool-looking paintings on the windows. All right. Next up. Uh Uh-oh. Speaking of... uh, Did I say anything about... No, I didn't. (laughs) Speaking of uh, Hispanic-style stuff... Um, fishing, is that, is that, is that a segue? A lot of, uh, Hispanics go fishing.
1: Oh my God, James, a lot of Asians go fishing too. It means nothing, James. A lot of white people go fishing too, James. Fly fishing.
0: Yeah, all right. It's a bad segue. Fuck, what do you want from me? Here we go. Fishing trip, everybody. Recently, I had the pleasure of going on yet another fishing trip. You might remember the last trip I went on a few months back. I reported all about it. That's right, the one that I got skunked on. Oh my God, James,
1: what does skunked mean? Like weed?
0: No. Skunked in fishing terms means you caught jack shit. <laughs> so I paid my $85 and my company, this guy I know, he charters the boat for only us, okay? Private. So it comes out to 85 bucks a pop. I think like 30-something people. 30 people. It's a pretty fucking big boat. It's got a, a, a little kitchen inside there. The galley, they call it. It's got some tables to sit at with little uh, benches. It's got about five or six tables. Pretty pretty decent size. It's got a, a whole lot of room outside to walk around on the deck. And uh, up top is where the captain sits. And below, they've got bunks, so you can sleep if you so desire. Ugh, there's like 30-something bunks. So, so uh, here we go again. Fishing trip number two for the year for my company. The first time I got skunked, uh, my buddy caught one calico bass. wasn't even that big. So, it was a bad, a bad trip last time. It was fun, but a bad haul for uh, fishing. Only one dude caught a yellowtail, which is what everybody wanted. Only one guy caught a big one. So, this time, I meet up with my buddy again. We uh, drive together to San Pedro. San Pedro by the Long Beach. And uh, it's a big, there's something called, uh, uh, what the hell is it called? Pier 22 or something like that. That's where uh, everybody leaves from, dock. I don't know. I don't fucking know. So uh, we meet up there with all the dudes. We get on the boat. Oh, on the way over there, my buddy drove. He's got this lowered car and all that stuff. Well, it's actually like a sporty car. It already comes lowered from the factory. And uh, it's, it's all black out there because we're leaving. It's like 3 something in the morning, 4 in the morning. And we're driving out there and it's empty. And the same shit happens that happened last time. He's driving. His GPS stops working at a certain point in Long Beach. And he's not sure which way to go left or right when it comes to a fork. <laughs> and so just like last time, he went the wrong way to the right. And he hits this fucking pothole. Poof! Fucking hard. And he's like, God damn it. I remembered that shit too. I knew it was right here somewhere. So right away, we're like, oh, great. We take, you know, the GPS screws up. We take the wrong exit. We hit the speed bump or the pothole. Like everything's going the same as last year. Uh-oh, we're going to get fucked again this year. Or uh, this time, same year. So we get to the boat. We all get on. Everyone's in high spirits. I have zero tummy strength, Okay. Last time, I I think I was just nervous that I was going to fucking puke in front of all my coworkers and embarrass myself. So, I was extra, like, queasy. But this time, I was like
2: a rock.
0: Nothing wrong with me, buddy. I had my
1: sea legs. (laughs) Can I see your legs, James?
0: No. No. Can't see my legs. Sea legs. Like, forget it. Anyway, we get in the boat. We leave. You know, everything's going just swell. And we get to the bait area because right you're leaving the harbor. Before you get out of the main harbor, there's a little bait shack floating out there in the ocean right before you head out into the, you know, to the big ocean. <laughs> Whatever you call it. <laughs> Once you leave the harbor, okay? So we're waiting out there. And we just stopped. And the captain goes on. Uh, you know, we're going to have to wait a little while. The bait is not ready. And the guy is supposed to come soon to drop it off. So we're just going to hang out here. Uh, give it a few minutes. It's like, all right, fine. <laughs> An hour goes by. An hour. We're just standing around. I mean, we're bullshitting and having laughs and stuff. <laughs> Here we go again. Uh, you know what? This, uh, I don't see them coming soon. So why don't you go, go ahead and start catching your own bait and uh, go ahead and get that going so we got something because, you know, we're going to need it. It's like, what the fuck? No! i paid! For the works, okay? It's all inclusive. The bait, the deck hands tying my knots for me if I so desire them to do it. You know? Them helping me. <laughs> the whole thing. Your little sack to put your fish in. Everything's included. I don't want to catch my own bait. I'm above that. So dudes start catching mackerel, little tiny mackerel for bait. And they're actually doing pretty pretty good. I was impressed. Anyway, two hours go by. Finally, we go up to the fucking bait, floating bait thing. And they load us up with bait. We get a shitload, like we're supposed to have. We're finally heading out. I was like, all right, fuck it. Now I'm going down to sleep. Because as soon as the boat starts going pretty fast, it's you know a lot of breeze flowing through. And you can't really stand out there and talk because the wind's blowing you pretty hard.
1: Oh, my God, James.
0: No, oh, the wind.
1: You got a friend named Wind, James. I want to meet him.
0: No, that's not what I meant. The wind from the breeze. (laughs) So I take a nap and beautifully, just like you're taking a fucking sleepy time on a long drive and you wake up and you're there, I time traveled. Here I was again. Open my eyes. My buddy's like, hey, we're here. I come outside and there's the island Catalina Island. It's beautiful. So we start fishing. We're not getting shit. Uh, you know, we're gonna go ahead and move along. Uh put your lines in, fellas. We're gonna go ahead and try our luck a little bit uh, a little bit farther down. It's like God damn it, this is the same shit that happened last time. We drop our uh our lines again. There's a bunch of other boats around. About 15-20 minutes. Uh we're gonna go ahead and uh take a take another uh roll out here, try to find a better spot. I'm sorry guys, there just really isn't any bites around this area. We're gonna we're gonna keep looking for more. It's like fuck, this is the same shit that happened last time. And then all of a sudden, hours into the trip, the guy stops the boat, all right, drops the anchor. People start putting their poles in the water. Next thing you know,
2: we got a live one, we got a fresh one here.
0: You look over and there's a guy's pole fucking bent in like a 45 degree angle and he's all excited, everybody's getting happy. And the captain goes, oh, he's, he's not in his speaker on his intercom at this point. He's actually standing on top of the deck. And he goes, hey, look out there, look out there. And you see a bunch of seagulls swarming, uh, swimming around, like right close to us. He's like, there's the fish, everybody. There they are. He looks on his scanner. We got a whole lot of them coming right this way. Everybody gets excited. We throw our poles in there. At this point, I'm using a conventional reel that my coworker let me use. This old, uh, older Japanese guy. He let me use it because I won my own fishing pole last year. Or last year, I keep saying that. The last trip, so I had my own new pole, but no reel. But he let me borrow his reel. But conventional is kind of fucking tricky to use if you never use it before. It's the one that sits on top and it's wide. And you got to keep your thumb on it or else you'll get something called bird's nest. Which happened to me quite a few times. <laughs> if you don't keep your finger down there, the fucking line gets carried away and it just bunches up and it's a, it's a big pain in the ass. So, I'm excited. Everyone's excited. Next thing you know, that guy's reeling one in.
1: I got one! I got one! I got one!
0: Just everyone's screaming, right? I'm like, fuck. And I throw my, my, my new fish in there because that first one I had in there wasn't doing too good. Throw my new bait. He starts taking off. Let him just go. Go by himself. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the lines are being pulled because the fish is swimming away. You just let him go. As, wherever he wants to go, you let him go. You just follow him. But he was going straight out, and all of a sudden, on my pole, the line starts getting pulled so fucking fast. I drop the little cookie locky thing, and I yank that bitch up. And when I do it, I feel this fucking tug on the end of the the pole, and next thing you know, the fight has begun. That's right. I got one, everybody, on my line. All I got to do now is the hard part. Reel it in. (laughs) This thing's strong, dude. It's giving some uh, some good fight. I'm reeling away, but these conventional reels are a lot easier to pull them in. That's why people use them in the ocean, apparently. I've learned this. So I'm reeling in, reeling in, and I finally can see the fish, and it's a big fucking yellowtail. And I'm like, oh, man. But the guy next to me, this Asian dude, happens to be bringing a fish in the same time I am. And as soon as the, our both of our fish are really close... They kind of like are swimming and fighting and they get wrapped around each other. And I'm like, oh, fuck. We're both going to lose them. You know? And then uh, this lady comes over, one of like the, the cook lady, because she comes out because there's so much action going on. People are throwing fish in the fucking boat left and right. So she comes out to just give like some, uh, give a hand because there's only two dead cam besides her. The captain's not coming, coming down the fucking steps. He's up there the whole time. And so uh, at first, so she comes out and she's like, oh, no. She starts trying to help us and then... Uh, yeah, you go around him, you go under him, you go around there. And then I just look at the guy and he goes, one, two, three. I'm like, sure. He counts it off. One, two, three. We both fucking yank our poles up in the air. The fish, they both fish fly out of the ocean and then slap on the fucking deck next to our feet. And we go, yeah, high five. It was done, everybody. No skunking for Mr. James here. Because, hey, Ocean, I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Had myself a pretty fucking nice fat yellowtail, everybody. There was so much action going on, I didn't even have time for a photo. Because the lady that was helping, she just quickly gets her pliers and rips the hooks out of the fish. And, what number are you? What number are you? And uh, I'm like, "Uh, I'm I'm 15. And she grabs it and throws it in my bag. And she grabs the other guy's fish too and throws it in his bag. It happened so fast because so many people were bringing, it was like a fucking feeding frenzy. Just nonstop, one after another, just yellowtail being hauled into the boat. Hearing people scream, "I got one!" <laughs> it was so fucking exciting and so awesome. And then uh, I didn't, I didn't have much luck after that because my fucking... Oh, hold on. So then she, the lady, tells me right away, "Go ahead, get your pole back out there, quick! I'm like you got, you gotta act now. You gotta act fast." I'm like, "All right, you don't gotta tell me twice." I grab another bait, a sardine. Hook it on there. She goes, let me cast it for you. I'm like, huh? And then she grabs it out of my fucking hand. This lady got so excited (laughs) that she took my fucking pole out of my hand and she was going to throw it in. (laughs) So she does it, all right? She gives it a good cast, but she doesn't fucking hold her finger, her thumb on the line like I was talking about. And it just goes... And, and all the fucking line gets all tangled up And she's like what's going on with this And I'm like oh fuck And of course as soon as that happens The line gets tugged like a maniac By another fucking yellowtail And since my line's all tangled up Because of this fucking lady Trying to be nice fine But uh, it is, it's still her fault It's like as soon as that fish hit the water a fucking, I got a bite and it yanked the shit out of it And because the line was all tangled It just snapped Snapped my line so she reels it in. She was like, "Well, I guess you can eat all new stuff." I'm like, yeah, "Okay, all right. <laughs> Gee, thanks." <laughs> so after that, I mean, the line was all fucked. And then, uh, you know, I would throw it back in, but it, you know, it got all loose, and it was just, it was never the same. And I kept having problems with this thing. And then my my uh my coworker, the old older Japanese guy, he's all, "Hey man, um, why don't you try the the spinner, the normal fishing pole that everybody uses?" He's like, Wait, why don't you try one of those? He's like, I got a pretty heavy-duty one set up already. He's like, I got, I got an extra one. Go ahead, grab it. It's like, all right. I was like, thanks, man. I go and I grab it. It's got this thick-ass fucking line. The only problem with these ones is it doesn't have the same locking as a conventional. So once you get a bite, it just pulls your fucking line and you can't stop it. I mean, you can tighten the line, um, but they still can pull it. So anyway, I learned that next. I put a, I put a sardine on my hook. I'm not kidding again. I, once you cast the fish away from the fucking boat, it seems, seems like that's where all the fish are. I, would, I didn't have really good luck once my conventional got all fucked with the uh, bird's nest tangle up. So I couldn't try to throw it far, far enough, so I would just drop it in the water. But this one, the spinner reel, I, toss the, I cast out the sardine. It hits the water less than a fucking minute. I got a bite. And that's what happens. You can't stop it. It's pulling your line. All you got to do is wait it out for the fish to tire up. And as soon as you feel a little bit of a slack or a give, you just start reeling. You pull up on the pole, reel. They're going to fight you still. They're going to swim away. You're just watching like all the work you just did, reeling in all that line. All the line you just spent like a few minutes reeling in. That motherfucker just went right back out and took it back out. And you got to, you know, start over again. So that's what happens. You just got to tire them out. And by the way, you might think, oh, yeah, it's just a fish. I mean, how hard could it be if you've never done it? It's fucking, these, these fish are strong. It, it took everything I had, the energy. I mean, I, it was like a 10 minutes of just nonstop reeling, yanking up, reeling, yanking up. Zzz, you let it go. Start reeling again, yank it up. Just, oh, man, by the time I fucking, I'm like, just please don't let me lose this. Please don't let me lose it. And then, you know, fighting, fighting, fighting. Everyone's cheering me on and shit. It was like a fucking movie. <laughs> it was exciting. So then you see the fish below. And it's like, oh, there it is. There it is. And then you know, right when I get it close enough, I just yank up and the thing flies out of the water, drops inside the boat. Then it's like that incredible feeling of like fuck. Just that thrill, the rush. Everyone's cheering and shit, you know. So that one was smaller than the first one I caught, but uh I picked it up by the gill and I held it up, and this my buddy he had a GoPro. He was just walking around all day snapping photos of people with a GoPro. And he happened to be standing there and he's like, hey. And I look at him and I hold up the fish and he snaps a photo of me. And uh, it's a shitty quality because it was kind of far away and I had to crop it. But, uh, you know, if you want to see that one of my yellowtail glory. (laughs) I'm telling you, dude, compared to the other guys, my yellowtail was small. But I'm not fucking complaining. Not one bit. This one dude caught a huge... Fucking massive. It's like double the size that I caught. Maybe even triple the size. Nah, I'm going to say double. But goddamn, it's fun. It's fun when you actually catch stuff. <laughs> oh, so fucking cool. So fucking cool. And then, you know, having some beers and you eat on the boat. You're just hanging out all day. It's it's, uh, it's a blast. I want to really charter my own boat and just invite all my friends and shit. and see. You know, most, most people are going to flake. Like, I can't even get a locked-in roster for fucking ManFest. How am I gonna get a boat full of dudes? <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, on the way out there, um, or once we got once I once I got woken up, well, before we stopped the boat, this guy goes, "Everybody, come in here real quick." He's a deckhand. He's like a no-nonsense type. Like he seemed like he might have been like in the military, but he was kind of like a dick. Um, he goes, "All right, everyone, gather around. I got a speech." Now I'm not much for speeches, but uh, you just you, you know I gotta I gotta tell you a few some information here. So if anybody falls in the water, do not <laughs> he screams.
2: <laughs> take your eyes off of them, no matter what. Do not take your eyes off that person. You make sure that one of us, you get our attention, so we know the situation, and do not take your eyes
0: off that person critical we got life over here we got some children's we got some adults it's pretty self-explanatory just put it around your neck and you click it (laughs) and I wanted to laugh so hard dude but the guy was not fucking around he was really being serious and then the funny part though was the next part he said all right everyone have fun but not too much fun what I'm talking about drugs We've got a no, zero drug policy. Or what is it? We got a zero policy drug enforcement on this boat. Believe me, I'm going to smell it. I've got a nose like a bloodhound. <laughs> and guess what? Once we're about five miles out, we're almost there. Five miles. And actually, no, this was, no, I take it back. This was in the beginning because I, I wasn't asleep yet. We we want more than five miles. I think it's like 20 miles out we go. 25 miles. Once you are five miles out, guess what? That's federal territory, and I can't help you. Your little cards, your little medical cards, those aren't going to help you. So just don't do it. Because if you're caught, we're going to turn this boat right around. <laughs> it's like, I feel like a kid. Young man, we'll turn this car right around and just go right home. All right, have fun. <laughs> The dude wound up. Uh, he wound up lightening up a lot when, in the, when we started bringing him in. I think at the end of it, I think they said we caught more than seventy fish. And uh, you know, then you pay the dudes to uh, to fillet them for you. Um. So yeah, that was fun. Oh man, once you once I had the two. fish. Oh, and then uh, the Japanese guy, he caught his he caught his limit. You can only catch five yellowtail. So he caught five, and he caught a sixth one. And he goes, hey, um, who wants it? And I look down and it's a, it's a pretty damn good-sized yellowtail, like the, like the first one I caught. I'm like, I'll take it. He goes, all right, what's your number? I'm like, 15. He goes, all right. He opens, his, he opens my bag. Hey, you already got one. I'm like, okay. You didn't ask me if I got one, but he said who wanted it. I was like, I'll take it. He's like, all right, it's yours. So I actually had three yellowtail. One of my friends is like, I'm going to catch my own fish. <laughs> He's all proud. I'm like, fuck it, dude. I already caught two. If you want to give me one, I will take yours as well. I have, have no problem taking your extra yellowtail. I've got zero problem with that. I got no pride. <laughs> Done. So, uh, anyway. So, after that, you know, we're just... We kind of, like, t- took it easy after I caught my two. Mostly everyone caught a couple. We're just hanging out, drinking, and just bullshitting. And then I, I go into the galley, and there's these two guys. I don't really know them. They're from different, uh, a different location. They're like, hey, man, this is your first yellowtail you caught? I was like, yeah. And they go, oh, shit. Look at this guy. Rookie. Guess what you got to do? I go, what? He goes, it's a fisherman tradition. You got to do it. I was like, well, what the fuck? What? You got to eat the heart. I was like, no, I'm not eating nothing. I'm not eating a heart. Hey, man, I did it. Did you do it? And the guy's like, yeah, bro, I did it. It's like, well, he did it. Like It's, you know, everyone I know has done it. You got to do it. I was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, I don't believe you did it. (laughs) Yes, I did. They told me I had to do it. Your first time catching yellowtail? You eat the heart. Tradition. And I was like, you really ate it? He's like, yeah. They sliced the side open. Somebody reached in and pulled it out. He goes, it's about like the size of, and he he holds up, it's like a quarter or like a 50 cent piece. That's it, bro. You 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 know, squeeze some lime on there, some salt. Fucking have a beer afterwards. You just, you know, after you eat it, just drink some beer. That's it, man. Done. Tradition. I was like, are you fucking with me? And I couldn't tell if these guys were just, you know, playing this fucking, the card. Like, you ever seen that movie Apocalypto? Where they tell him you got to eat the, you got to eat the bull's testicle or whatever it was. Whatever animal it was. You got to eat his balls so you can have a baby. And he does it and they just all laugh at him. I was like, is that what's going on here? They're like, no nah, man, I swear to you, we ate the heart. You got to do it. I was like, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not doing it. Like, Plus, I already caught those fish a while back. They've been sitting in that bag over there. It's kind of gross. He's like, nah, man. You got to eat the heart. Or else you know what? I was like, what? If you don't eat the heart, the first tell you ever catch, you'll never catch another one. I'm like, I've already caught two. He's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, fine. I just proved you guys. Ha! And the other guy's like, fuck. Well, I guess, yeah. I guess he got off the hook then. Pun intended. These fucking dudes, man. They were going to try to give me to eat a goddamn fish heart. <laughs> I'm telling you, I wouldn't do it. That's gross.
1: That's so gross.
0: I'll eat the heart of a man. That means something to me. Not a fish. Not a fish. All right. Uh, let's see. What else I got here? Uh, oh, and so the, anyways, I'm rambling here. Last trip, I told you that a fucking seal stole my fish, right? off my line as I was reeling. it. I never saw what it was. Somebody said it felt like it was a bat ray because it was so heavy. And just the way that it was uh, pulling on the, the line, that it, the characteristics <laughs> showed that it was probably a bat, a bat ray instead of a yellowtail. Anyway, I, for, for my uh, story's purposes, I had a huge award-winning yellowtail and the seal stole it last time. So this time, there was like no seal around in this feeding frenzy. It was a fucking miracle. Maybe because we're the only boat out there. Once you start getting in the areas with a lot of boats, the seals all hang around there and they all try to jack your fishes and, try and jack your, uh, your bait too. So since we were the only boat, it seemed like we hit that, that uh, the frenzy spot and we were just solo out there all alone. It was fucking sick. Later on, once people saw us you know, yanking them in, another boat came by us, but the shit was already over with at that point. It's like they missed it. Anyway, so towards the end of the day, you know, everyone's just fucking fishing just, you know, just to do it. No one's really like, you know, uh, stressing it too much because we already caught our fill for the day. So here come all the seals. And uh, they start doing that shit. And there's maybe they're even sea lions. They're fucking big fuckers. So someone starts catching fish and the deckhand guy brings out a paintball gun. (laughs) And he has his he looks like a sniper. He got he's got his elbows on the on the uh, the, the deck on the what do you call it the fucking rail, and he's just like, and he's fucking shooting the seal. I mean, they seem like they're pretty weak, the paintballs, but it's not even really working. But I thought that was so fucking awesome, and I was like, dude, I I really wanted to bring like a spear gun or you know something that's really gonna kill him. And then maybe they'll even attract a sh- like a shark. That'd be cool, because those seal man. They're fucking annoying. They are not needed in the oceans. I'm pretty sure you can deplete all the seal population, and the ocean will be just fine without them. You heard it here. You heard it here first, folks. All right, next up, Let's move on. Okay, um, let's see. Oh, the most important thing, everybody. I know what you've all been waiting for, the question you've been waiting to ask the whole time.
1: Oh, my God, James. I know what it is. What? Did somebody... Swab your poop deck.
0: (laughs) No, no. The question you've all been wanting to ask me is, did I try the yellowtail? And god damn it, yes, I did. I've already had it like four days in a row. I have so much fucking meat. I've we've already had we've had like three big dinners, okay? And I've got I've still got three gallon Ziploc bags full of fish. Three. Three separate Ziploc one-gallon bags, okay? Three of them left. That's how much fucking fish I got. So the first night, uh, i barbecue it. Apparently, yellowtail is, very, uh, is a, it's such a good-tasting fish. You don't have to do much to it. You know, some people put all this marinades and shit on their fish, but this one, you know, just calls for just salt and pepper. That's it. That's one recipe. And I also made this mango salsa. Fuck! That's right, I made it myself with the health from a recipe, <laughs> but it's so fucking tasty, and it complements the fish so well. So the first night, I just made the fillets, and uh damn, so fucking good, so good. We had the mango salsa on top of it. um, everyone loved it and then, uh, let's see the next night oh, and then we had we had fish tacos,
1: Woo! ah,
0: so we had the mango salsa and then it made some guacamole on these uh. These raw, these uncooked tortillas. You got to get those. Those taste the best. They're called Tortilla Land. You can get them at Vons and I've seen them at the Walmarts. Fucking great tasting. So, uh, man, it's been so goddamn tasty. Ah! Oh, and also, my wife started cutting sushi. Hamachi. That's what the Japanese call it when you go to the restaurants. Hamachi is uh, is yellowtail. So, uh, my wife was cutting the pieces... And then giving them to me, god damn, it was fucking good, man. No, There's nothing like fresh, fresh codfish. Ah, uh, ah, uh, oh my lord. So good. All right, let's move on. I'm tired of bragging, but, uh, you know, I'm actually not tired of it because it's pretty incredible. <laughs> All right, everybody, let's go to something, a little, a little something called Stranger Danger. People
1: are strange when you're a stranger.
0: All right, Jim Morrison. Thank you. That was lovely. Stranger Danger, we got three stories this week, boys and girls. And the first one happens to be about a girl. Hmm. All right, an Indiana woman. Oh, boy. She's uh, in her car. It's actually a Dodge Avenger. That's right. You heard me. A Dodge Avenger. Okay, she's backing up out of her driveway. And suddenly... She feels a creepy crawly on her arm. (laughs) She looks to her left. Or maybe she just saw it in her peripherals. She looks to her left and there's a fucking spider crawling on her shoulder, right? So this lady freaks out so much that she throws open her door and jumps out of her car without putting it into park. And the guitar, the the guitar, the car continues to be rolling backwards while she's freaking trying to get the spider off her. Now, one of the things she forgot, besides putting the car in park, is her nine-year-old son in the back seat. (laughs) She's like, fuck you, you're on your own. (laughs) So she jumps out, right? The the car's rolling back. The kid uh, panics. He does what any cool young boy would do. He jumps from the back seat into the front seat, the driver's seat, and he goes ahead and slams on the brake. Except... the. The pedal he thought was the brake was actually the gas pedal, and he sends the car plunging backwards even faster than before. And uh, but it's okay; it uh, it was uh, his car was stopped because it ran into a school bus. <laughs> the fucking kid gets hurt as you'd imagine because he's not wearing a goddamn seatbelt. I don't think he's that quick. He gets his head all banged up. Now my question is. This lady driving the Dodge Avenger. I mean, is, it, uh, is there a chance that the Spider was Black Widow?
1: Oh, my God, James! Oh, my God! Did you just make a Scarlett Johansson Black Widow reference to the Avengers, James? I did! How the... F- I'm so happy you got that one! How the fuck? You- you're not even nerdy? How did you put that together? I know all about ScarJo, James. I like her products from Maybelline.
0: Oh, okay. All right. All right. I mean, I-, I just really can't believe this lady, how she would do that. Jump out of her car and, and li- leave her car to roll back and Hulk smash into a bus.
1: Oh, my God, James! Stop it! That's not even that funny, James. That's was- that was a little bit funny, James, but...
0: You possibly can't have any more, James. I mean, yeah, I mean, the car, you know, it just, it just, it got all crushed. I mean, it's not made out of iron, man.
1: Oh my God, James! Stop it! That one, that was, that was pretty weak, James. That one, you're slipping. The Hulk smash one was just, was pretty bad. But this one was just no good, James. Really terrible, James. I can't stress enough how bad that one was, James. Oh, wait a second. Where, where did this story take place again, James?
0: It was in Indiana.
1: Oh, so it took place in Captain America.
2: Wow. Wow. Oh,
0: man.
1: What? It's only funny when you do it, James?
0: That was pretty good. No, it was not. Fuck, man. That was not clever at all. And now the whole thing's. Ru- I had a few more, but I'm not even gonna say them.
1: You didn't have any more, James.
0: I know, but you still you ruined the whole thing. I'm done with this. I'm over it. I'm over it.
1: Are they gonna assemble the Avenger jet, James? Are they gonna fix the cart? Stop
0: it! It's not that. That doesn't work either. Enough. No, the Avenger can't be assembled. <laughs> Stupid. All right, next up, Stranger Danger. uh Oh, this one's even stranger. <laughs> So uh, there's an isolated village located in the Dominican Republic. Who? No, not Dominic. Who? Yeah, Dominican Republic. Who? No. It... Dominican Republic. Who? So it's estimated that in this Dominican Republic isolated village, uh, it's estimated that one in 50 children are born and appear to be girls but grow male genitalia during puberty. <laughs>
1: That's not fun, James.
0: Oh, don't even fucking... Don't even say anything about this. Goddamn weirdo. It's your kids we're talking about. So it says here that... Uh, they are known as... Hueve uh, uh Hold on. Hueve Is that I say? it? dosis. Roughly translating... Penis at 12. <laughs> Referring to the age of where the, the appearance of the penis often begins. So this guy named Johnny. Hey, Johnny. He was once known as Felicia. Oh, no. Felicita. 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 Felicita told, the, uh, told whoever the hell was interviewing them that he fought bullies who targeted him when the changes started. And he said, how did Dominican sound? Uh, they used to say I was a devil. Nasty things, bad words, and I had no choice but to fight them because they were crossing the line, he said. That's probably not very Dominican sounding, but that's, that's the best I can do. <laughs> I'd like to get married and have children, but so a partner who would stand by me through good and bad. Yeah, of course you would, buddy. Because I'm assuming, because you didn't have a dick for the first 12 years of your life, that you really don't got much to show for it. Oh my God, James! That's so mean. It's probably true, right? I mean, if you don't have a penis for 12 years, and all of a sudden it just pops out, it can't be that great. (laughs) So these kids are known as pseudohormaphrodites. They appear to be girls at birth, but develop muscles, testes, and a penis during puberty as a result, here's the kicker, everybody, of an enzyme deficiency. With 5-alpha reductase. 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 5-alpha reductase. It is needed to convert testosterone to the biologically active dehydrotestosterone. It's called DHT. Without it, the external genitalia appear similar to female clitoris. Clitoris! And labia. Labia. So yeah, without... With this... Uh, what do you call it again? This enzyme deficiency doesn't make the kid's balls dick grow out they just stay in there dormant <laughs> hibernating <laughs> and then suddenly when they start uh when they have puberty it kicks that that chemical whatever the fuck happens in your body <laughs> i'm not a doctor but i did play one on tv no but i did go to med school everybody so uh it, that that shit kicks in and all of a sudden bloop, and here comes your balls in your dick how crazy would that be, right? If you thought you were a girl the whole, whole time, and all of a sudden your dick pops out. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> wow. And uh, I kept reading the article. Uh, you know, I got more to the article here. Hold on. Oh, uh, no, I don't. That was a different one. Never mind. Scratch that. So, yeah, that's pretty fucking wild, right? And then, yeah, and then imagine like you being one of these kids who are just talking shit about you and making fun of you. Oh, man, it's sad. But it's actually kind of cool. Like just imagine if one day, like your life's not too cool and like you just grow a dick. Okay, like ladies out there, a lot of you wish you were guys. Imagine if when you became twelve, all of a sudden, what's going on down there? And
1: then bloop bloop
0: bloop, they all just pop out. I'm a real boy. <laughs> they should call it. <laughs> they should call it Pinocchioitis. You become a real boy. He was about the same age, wasn't he? Oh, uh, I hope they all say that too. I'm a real boy. That's fucking sick. Sick in a good way.
2: It's a penis miracle, everybody.
0: So yeah, I guess that... Uh, man, maybe Lito is from an isolated village in the Dominican Republic. That would explain a whole lot. I've seen what he's got going on down there, and it's... uh, <sighs> Not too much to brag about. Anyway, let's move on. Um... Oh, last story in stranger danger. Here we go. So this girl, a couple years back, from uh, the United Kingdom, she turned eighteen. And apparently, in the UK, the legal drinking age is eighteen years old. So she goes to the bar to celebrate. Her friends buy her a shot, and it's called, ah, uh, fuck, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I had it written down here somewhere. Hold on. Hold on. Bear with me. Uh, oh, Nitro Jägermeister, which contains liquid nitrogen for a steaming effect. Now, allegedly, the guy at this bar called Oscar's Wine Bar, the guy that served it to her didn't tell her to let the uh, nitrogen wear off. Or dissolve, whatever it does. So as soon as he puts it on the fucking bar, she takes a shot. <laughs> the shot. Get the shot! Get the shot! Sorry, Pulp Fiction flashback. So she takes the shot, and, uh, uh-oh! <laughs> it says, Smoke was coming from my nose and my mouth, she said in court. Straight away, I knew something was not right. My stomach expanded. Oh, wait, she's from UK, so it's more like...
2: Smoke was coming from my nose and my mouth.
0: Straight away, I knew something was not right. My stomach expanded and whatnot. Something like that. So here's what happens, everybody. Um. <clears throat> if swallowed, liquid nitrogen can cause cold burns to the mouth, throat, and stomach, killing the tissue. Killing the tissue. As the frozen vapor hits the stomach, it rapidly warms, releasing large volumes of air, which can burst the stomach. Woo! So in this girl's case, she drank it. Yeah, and that's, uh, it pretty much fucking destroyed her stomach. The doctors performed an emergency surgery to remove this girl's stomach. The whole stomach was been taken out. An operation known as a total gastric... Gas, hold on. Gastrectomy. During the operation, the stomach is cut out and the remaining two tubes to and from the stomach, the esophagus and the small bowel are connected. Ooh boy. People who have had a gastrectomy will still be able to lead a normal life and eat and drink regular food, but they will need to eat smaller amounts and take vitamin supplements, vitamin supplements to make sure they get enough nourishment. This might even be a blessing for this broad. It'll keep her skinny for the rest of her life. That's a, that's a good thing, right?
1: Oh my God, James. You're so insensitive, you cunt.
0: Hey, aren't these girls always, you know, wondering or worrying about gaining weight? Dude, she's got a straight shot from her, from when she swallows it right out of her ass. You know, no weight gain. She should be thanking this bartender. So, yeah, this bar was fined 155,000 pounds. No, I think uh, I think that's uh, converted into US currency. $155,000. Now, that's just the bar's fine. You got to imagine that the chick can sue them, right? Or is that just a fine? I mean, that's not enough for me, dude. If you fucking. If they've got to take my stomach out of my body and I don't have one for the rest of my life, it's better be worth more than. $155,000. You better make me a millionaire for all my troubles. God damn! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm lactose intolerant. If I get my stomach taken out, does that, does that eliminate my problem? I might be like an idiot here. Maybe it's not only the stomach. Maybe it's got something to do with... Wait, is it? You cannot digest the lactase enzyme. So if my stomach is taken out... There will be no problem with the lactase enzyme. And as a result, I can drink more
2: milkshakes. I can drink them up.
0: <laughs> Holy fuck. What I got to do is drink a nitro Jägermeister shot and then I'll solve all my problems. But I will need to do what she did and get my stomach removed and spend three weeks in the hospital. But after that, smooth sailing. I can eat all the dairy products I want. And I'll stay fit and trim. <laughs> oh, man. This has been an eye-opening experience for me. I got to do this. Oh, my God. Everybody, where do I get nitrogen? Uh, what's it called? Liquid nitrogen. I know where to get Jägermeister from. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do it. You know what? You know I should, I should do it. Like, I should make it like a, a publicity stunt for the show ratings and do it in front of a, an x-ray or whatever you do, a CAT scan, whatever the fuck you use so you can see what happens in, inside me when I drink this stuff and watch it harden <laughs> turn into turn it into stone. The English world is trained with weapons so we train with stones. With your father and brother gone, they'll kill us and burn the farm. Dude, I got to do this. I've got to. I'm going to. It's settled. Done. Gee, thanks, uh, English girl. Because of you, you've inspired me to take matters into my own hands. Or own tummy, for that matter.
1: (laughs) All
0: right. Moving on. As you all know, if you are listeners, you probably know that I've taken an interest in trying to give back to the artistic community. OK, uh, and what I'm really focusing on here is actors, because nowadays there's too much CGI going on in Hollywood movies. So if, if you can't get jobs on the stage anymore as an actor, it's difficult to get to get, you know, good roles. So I've hired a, a renowned, well-renowned actor named Sir Charles Whitmore. He's from uh, England. He went to Oxford, Cambridge, all that other bullshit, fancy stuff. He's done uh, lots of Shakespearean plays. So, you know, I've hired him once in a while to, to read some stuff of my choosing. And so I, I, go, I went ahead and I had him do that again for, a, for a, a vast fee. But, you know, it's money well spent, if you ask me. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this is Sir Charles Whitmore Reads Stuff. Here we go.
2: When I met you last night, baby, before you opened up your gap, I had a respect for you, lady. But now, I take it all back. Because you gave me all your pussy. And you even licked my balls. Leave your number on the cabinet, and I promise you, baby, I'll give you a call. Next time I'm feeling kind of horny, you can come on over and I'll break you off! And if you can't fuck that day, baby, just lay back. And open your
0: mouth. Unseen. I am I'm never short of amazed every time that man gives a performance of that caliber. Money well spent. All right, but let's start closing this show out first with a little something I like to call, I fancy that. It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. Wonderful. It's. I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. All right, real quick. I fancy that. Two of them this week. Uh, the first one is my new spandex underwear.
1: Oh my God, James, let me see them. No. What is it, James? We're both grown men. You go to
0: locker rooms, don't you? No, I don't. Absolutely not. I'm ashamed of my body.
1: James it's kind of (laughs) nice
0: anyway my new spandex underwear everybody they are from champion that's right they were very expensive but they're very nice they really hug me and 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 really form to my body
2: oh my god James I can picture it now stop stop picturing
0: stuff forming to my body stop that they really uh support my my balls and my dick and uh (laughs) And when I get hot, there's like a nice little draft that comes in. I don't know what it is. I just feel like a coolness. And it's overwhelming. So uh, real short and sweet, everybody. My new underwear made of spandex. I fancy that. (laughs) And the next one is. Oh, boy. I thought I was done gloating, but I guess I wasn't. I fancy catching my own food and then coming home. And making it myself on my grill. I felt like such a fucking man. You know, this is what it's meant to be. You're supposed to go out and hunt shit. And then bring it back. And then eat with your tribe. That's what I did. I was a caveman. I went out, hunted the food. And brought it back. And then made it for my family. My little tribe ate. I fed their bellies. Then I made love to my wife. Like it's supposed to be done. Like it's supposed to be done. God damn it. <laughs> Unless you're a gatherer in, in, that, in that case, then go get some berries. I bet you're a gatherer, aren't you?
1: Oh my God, James. I like gathering berries.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you gather nuts also.
1: <laughs> oh. That was lame, James.
0: All right. Because it was your expense, that's why. So, yeah, man, there's nothing quite like that. And then, of course, I made my own mango salsa, like I mentioned. You know, that was kind of girly. I chopped all my salt, my mango myself. <laughs> chopped in little bits. Chopped the red onions. And I also, dude, I bitched out. I wore a full-face respirator like I'm Breaking Bad. <laughs> and I chopped the onions so I wouldn't cry. <laughs> I think that photo's on the Danger Hour Instagram page as well. You can see all these photos. And then I can prove all these stories are somewhat accurate. Because there's proof right there. All right. So, uh, yeah, I chopped all my onions. Got the, uh, what else did I put in there? Red bell pepper. And uh, some other pepper. some, Some shit that my wife grew in the backyard. Threw it all in there. Oh, and some lime. Woo! Cooked the fish myself.
1: It was glorious.
0: But uh, the guys did fillet the fish for me. So that w- that kind of took away some of the manliness, you know. They cut it for me. <laughs> so it was nice and ready to go. <laughs> anyway. Nonetheless, it matters not. The fact of the matter is, I cut my own food, all right, which is pretty pricey out in the real world, Yellowtail. So, you know, I'm pretty proud of myself. And uh, and the fact that I was tasting amazing, uh Oh, and speaking of Breaking Bad, I also fancy, I throw in another one here, I wasn't even planning on it, I also fancy, we've been watching Breaking Bad from the beginning all over again, my wife and I, man, it's so cool to get to experience it all over again, because you forget most of the shit that happens, I mean, how many years has it been, we're on season two, and uh still a fucking great show, still a great show, so how about you try that, everybody, going back and watching Breaking Bad from the beginning. So yeah, all that stuff, everybody. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time
2: for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary (laughs) Fuck you moment in here.
0: We go. All right, fuck you moment. This is where I get in my soapbox and I bitch, whine, complain, scream, jump up and down and whine some more about something that bothers me. First and foremost, everybody, this is a weak one. Sorry, I started uh, putting on the fucking thrust and I realized that I don't really have much to scream about. <laughs> fuck you to people that shit on M. Night Shamalama Ding Dong. That's right, M. Night Shyamalan. Everyone's like, ah, his boomy sick. He me to get me. You know what happens? These people, you know, they all get on this fucking bandwagon of of uh, hatred. It's with M Night Shyamalan. There's one with uh, uh 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 Nickelback, right? Everyone shits on Nickelback because it's cool to shit on Nickelback and Coldplay. It's the same thing. A lot of people love Coldplay. All right, I like Coldplay. I'm not going to uh, lie about it. I like Coldplay. They do good stuff. All right? I thought their first album was really fucking depressing and awesome. I like uh, a lot of their stuff. I don't like everything. But uh, they're a good band. They have, they have good songs. Fine. They're not fucking horrible. M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong. The Sixth Sense. Incredible fucking movie. Still holds up. It's going to be a classic. It already is a classic. My opinion. Unbreakable. Still holds up. I watched that one recently on the Netflix. Good fucking movie. I don't know what the problem is. Signs. Decently good movie. There's some dumb shit about it, but for the most part, it's a cool, unique kind of movie. It's fucking cool. The Village. I like that one. Now look. This guy made four good movies so far. And yeah, I didn't, you know, I guess uh, the happening was pretty dumb. That might be all Mark Wahlberg though, because he's a shitty fucking actor. I don't know why no one understands this. He's a shitty actor. They keep casting him. I don't know why. But yeah, maybe that one was kind of weak. But uh, and they've always got you know, the one thing about his movies, they all do. They all, all the actors always make like these big eyeballs and they just stare into the camera. That kind of gets annoying. Like on Signs, that's thought they did the whole movie. They just stared in front of the camera. Stare in the camera and talk really like quietly. You have to get the gun. You have to get the kids.
1: <laughs>
0: but anyway. Yeah, dude. And what? Else? there's something else too. People like just love to get into these, oh, that's fucking gay. They like to shit on things because it's cool to shit on things. Fuck. I can't think of any other examples right now. But, uh... God damn it. It's really annoying. You can't say the guy is a shitty... Makes shitty movies. Yeah, he's made some shitty movies. But people always, like, just... Oh, great. I'm not shaman, It's gonna fucking suck. Maybe he doesn't have a tr- good track record so far. But I just realized he put out that movie The Visit. Where the grandparents want to murder their kids or some shit. I I don't know. I haven't seen it. I've heard it was good. That's his movie. So, anyway. I just, uh... That always bothers me. People getting these... Uh. <laughs> Dickheads. So fuck you guys. Because it's cool to shit on something. That's why you do it. You, don't even, you probably don't really necessarily have that belief. It's just cool, man, to say he fucking sucks. Anyway. So fuck you. And then uh, next one. People that work into conversations... You know, how they have high-end quality stuff. You know, like their property is expensive. Let me give an example because I might not be making sense right now. Ran into a guy, stranger. I don't know him. We're bullshitting. And he starts talking about this and that. Next thing you know, he's working in how he had a broken... um, something, Something broke and water leaked all in his house. Right? All he's got to say... Is yeah, it was expensive. You know, I had to, I had to re- I fight the the insurance company to replace it. No, but he's got to be. You know, I had. Santos mahogany wood in there and you know that wood is very difficult to find and there's only so many trees from South America that they cut down to get this Santos mahogany so you know it's high quality stuff and it's very expensive and I only want the best in my house okay so uh the the insurance company wanted to replace it with some just this junk but I said "Ah, ah, 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 no this is Santos mahogany like, he just kept fucking rubbing it in. It's like, all right, dickhead, I get it. <laughs> it didn't stop there. And so, yeah, uh, and that once that pipe broke, I redid the whole house, and I had all copper pipes put in my house because I want the best in my house. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, I mean, I can't remember everything he said, but he was just, like, name-dropping every fucking thing he could, you know, to try to impress me. And then his garage, like he opens his garage, and look at this. You know, the conversation kept moving along, but you know, he was interesting. I, I was laughing because you know what mostly I thought it was funny that he kept doing it. He wasn't trying to be funny, but it was amusing me at the same time. I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up, but it was it was making me laugh inside. But then he moves on to the you know his garage opens up, and then look at this. this is a, a 1973 Corvette. Uh, that's, uh, I've owned it from when when I first bought it. And, uh, you know, this guy tried to tell me, uh, you know, I got a scratch on the bumper and he's like, yeah, you have to, I'm going to paint that, uh, that, that area on the bumper. And he's like, no, 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 no. You're going to paint the whole car. Okay. You're not just going to paint a portion of that bumper. You're going to paint the whole car. (laughs) This fucking guy. Oh no! Oh, the other, oh sorry. The thing was, he had a cracked. Someone like ran into his bumper or something, and uh, and the insurance company's like, "Yeah, we're gonna replace. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna patch that up." He's like, "Uh, uh, uh no, no, no. This is an auto. This is a high quality automobile. You're gonna replace that whole quarter panel. Then you're gonna paint the whole car so it all matches. I'm not gonna settle for." It. He just kept going on and on. <laughs> So those people, all right, if you've ever ran into these people, they have to insert, you know, brand name stuff or high quality. And oh, he even name dropped like the paint that he had. <laughs> and the place, Yeah, you know, this wound up being a $20,000 paint job. But you know what? <laughs> I made them do it. You got to fight these people or they'll take advantage of you, which I do agree with. Which I do agree with. Yeah, these insurance companies will try to fuck you over. Try to bully you, but you know, you got to set up and fight. So, uh, yeah. So, so people that shit on M. Night Shyamalan movies. (laughs) And uh, people that rub it in about how high quality their stuff is. And insurance companies. Just tuck that one in right in the end. All that stuff. I fuck you! Fuck you. All right. All right, everybody. That's going to do it. I went a little bit extra long because I haven't done one for about three weeks. So I owed you at least uh, 10 extra minutes. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hey, for realsies, will you please listen to Sticks and Stones podcast? Just give us a, sh- give us a shot. It's like this, but with other people. And I, get, I get to yell and scream at Peterson and Lido. Oh, boy. I get to attack them about how stupid they are and their dumb, illogical thinking. But maybe a lot of the times I'm the one that's illogical. But, uh, you know, it's in my head. So I'm the one that makes sense and they don't. So, you know, that's just how it goes. So I think it's worth listening to everybody. Check them out. Sticksandstonespodcast.com. iTunes, Stitchers, all that stuff. And uh, don't forget, Instagrams. At the danger hour. At batagrams. Lowercase b-a-t-a-g-r-a-m-s. At Podcast. Let's do it, everybody. On the on the uh on the uh the Facebooks, you can join the exclusive Danger Elite Sophistic Club. All right, Danger Hour. Or what is it? Facebook.com slash the danger hour. The dangerhour.podbean.com, all that shit. Okay? All of it. And uh send me an email, ask me questions. Tell me to fuck off. I'll read it on the air. Send me a suicide soundtrack email. I'll read it and I'll play your song. How would you kill yourself? What song would you play while you did it? First, I'll play your fancy song, then I'll read your email. I'll give you a shout out and uh blah blah blah. get interactive, everybody. you fucks. I've been giving you hours of free entertainment for years and what have you done for me?
1: What have you done for me lately? Do, 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 do. Ooh, yeah.
0: Wow, all you 30-somethings will get that song. (laughs) Shout out to Foxtrot Jim. That dude has been supporting Sticks and Stones, and uh, I like that. I fancy that as well, so thank you, sir. All right, to everybody else, I hope you enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, maybe I'll see you next time. If not, hey, there's always Sticks and Stones Podcast. Until next time, stay dangerous, my friends. (laughs) Later.